I was like, whoa, that is insane. And welcome to a very special BB19 postseason interview show with Dominique. Oh my god, this is gonna be such a fun show, you guys. Let me just let you know a few things super quickly. Of course, if you guys want to see any of our past shows back, they're over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash BB19. The Josh interview is over there. Kevin, I can't even remember all the people we've already talked to, but you guys know. Uh, the uh, people coming up for the rest of this week tomorrow is Mark at 7, Matt at 7 on Wednesday, Christmas is uh, on Thursday, and I believe Alex is going to be Friday. So those are the people coming up the next few days for all of you guys. So if you want to watch them live, make sure you become a fan right here on YouNow at yourrealityrecaps.com slash YouNow and become a fan. Uh, of course, you can also become a patron if you want to help support our shows at yourrealityrecaps.com slash patron. You get access to the patron-only group, prize giveaways, after shows with the house guests, and it really helps us to be able to keep bringing guys shows all year long. Of course, I should also tell you that the number one fan on this show is getting Dominique's autograph, so that is going to be so much fun. But look, we need to just shut up and get to the lady that you all want to hear from. It's Dominique! <laughs> Hi! Hello! How are you doing? I am doing well. I'm so excited to be talking to you all. Oh, well, everybody is so excited to be talking to you as <laughs> well. We have so many questions for you on this show. Um, I'm, I'm sure that you know, but I'll tell people in case they're new for the moment. This show is all about me trying to give Dominique as many of her fan questions as we can in a short amount of time. <laughs> so I'm just going to be firing questions away at you, Dominique. But I'm going to want to let everybody in the chat room know. Go ahead, spread the word, share the show, let everybody know that we're live. And of course become a fan so that uh, you guys can put your questions in the chat room or tweet them to us with hashtag YRR live. All right now Dominique we have so many questions for you but the one that we're getting the most I feel like right off the bat I want to get this one out of the way is um who would you have voted for? It hands down I don't even really think that should be a question at this point. Oh, you don't? Um, mm. Anybody but Paul. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Paul could have been next to Christmas, and I, I'm sure fans know exactly how I feel about how Christmas played the game and <laughs> exactly how she treated me. I would have voted for Christmas. Like, Paul, anybody could have sat next to Paul, and it was not happening. He was definitely um, the person that I wanted to lose. You know that would have aligned you with Elena and Cody in the yeah. jury house. <laughs> yeah, fine, I, fine. You know what? I, but I had no issue with that because that mm -hmm. was originally the plan. Like we were all on board, and then um, I was deemed the crazy one because I called out Paul, and unfortunately, these grown individuals could not see it at, as early as I did, with exception of Cody. Right. Well, I mean, you must have felt, I mean, we kind of know seeing on, you know, social media, but I mean, you must have been very vindicated as the season has gone on watching from home. What was that like for you? Um, I was like, okay, when is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? And I called it. Yeah, I would say um, the greatest moment, especially as it relates to vindication, mm -hmm. was when Josh got that last vote from Cody. That was the biggest moment i yeah. believe of big brother 19 i loved every moment of it um i was like you know it feels crazy to be considered the crazy one mm -hmm. and when the show plays out exactly how you said it would it's like whoa <laughs> so who's crazy now right well ex i think we're all a little bit crazy Dom. like we're all <laughs> a little bit crazy um so but like what do you say because i mean the flip side the argument to that could be people who would say, but then Dominique, don't you feel like Paul played the better game? So, um, like, why, how would you justify not voting for Paul? So you're saying anybody but Paul, but what would you say your reason was? I mean, I think I know, but I want to let you answer it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, so I've said this on various occasions. Mm -hmm. The reason why I would not vote for, for Paul is strictly personal. 
Paul oh. played a personal game. And so because he took it personal, let's just take it personal. So um, from a game perspective, yes, I believe that he played an okay game. And let me explain to you mm -hmm. why I say okay, an okay game. Okay. Because it doesn't take a lot of energy to be creative as it relates to manipulating, lying, and back. Like, he didn't own up to anything that he did. I don't believe that takes a creative person to do that. Mm -hmm. But it takes a creative person to do it and then own up to it. And such that you don't have people bitter and upset with you. Like, I just feel like he didn't have to personally attack anybody in the game. Mm -hmm. And if that's what, he, it's very clear that that's exactly what he used. That was a lot of his gameplay, personal attacks, like going for the person's mental and that's how it worked for him to get him to the final two. Right. And I'm like, no, you can play a better game. You don't have to go attack people personally to get ahead. Right. Um, so do you feel do you feel that like I know a, a big topic during the season was uh, bullying? Do do you felt that Paul was you know quote unquote bullying in uh, during the season? Uh, we should probably ask Webster. Oh, Webster yeah. <laughs> finds it very well. What does uh, Webster say about it? <laughs> he was definitely bullying and he was actually the leader. He was the leader. He was a person that was advocating. He was a person that was instigating all of the bullying that happened on that show. Mm -hmm. So, yes. And okay. the crazy part to me was he's like pro friendship, you know? It and was a different Paul this season. I definitely agree. It was definitely a different, you know, Paul this season. 100%. Yeah. Um, obviously another huge topic, which in a way concern you from this season, it made TMZ, a lot of people were talking about it. I said, I feel I am not qualified to talk about it, <laughs> but I want to give you the floor to talk about it, which obviously is Paul dressing up as the snake, um, people saying that it was blackface. How do you, how do you feel about that whole situation? I'm sure you saw the articles, you know, and I'm sure you probably commented on it too, but I want to give you the floor here to talk about it. Oh yeah, most definitely. Thank you, Eric. Uh, it was a total disgrace. It was disgusting. Um, there are certain lines that you just don't cross as an individual. Mm -hmm. Black, white, orange, yellow, green. I don't care the color of your skin. There are just certain things that you do not do. There are so certain lines that you do not cross out of respect for other people's culture, other people's backgrounds and where they come from. Right. And I feel like as smart as he is, because he is ridiculously smart, the guy is crazy smart. He's extremely wise. He has a lot of wisdom. I just would have expected him to realize that this is something I probably should not be doing. Although he said his intent was to dress up as a snake. I get that. Mm -hmm. But again, this is crossing the line. You just can't do blackface, period. I don't care what, what show, whatever. It's just not right. a lie. It's just, you don't do that. I think that's kind of like what I said as well when it happened was my only thing. Like, I just, I didn't understand why he wouldn't know that it was offensive when he is a smart person. But, right. you know, he stands by the fact that he adamantly did not mean that. But, um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It, it was you not know, good. You know what? A lot of people don't mean to do a lot of things. Right. But it doesn't negate the fact that they did it. That's a good I mean, point. I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't have a boyfriend, unfortunately. Um, if my boyfriend were to cheat on me, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure he didn't mean to cheat on me, but he right. did. Right. You know, it was not his intent to cheat on me, but he did it. You know, sometimes we get in this headspace uh -huh. and we get impacted by outside sources or environments and we make decisions too early mm -hmm. or premature or without thinking and considering how this could potentially impact a person or right. a people or yeah. a culture. <laughs> Right. And I, we have to learn from that, unfortunately. Is there anything that Paul can do sincerely? I I mean, I think saying to make it up uh, is a, a bad phrase. But is there anything that Paul can do to show remorse for the situation, to make, you know, you specifically feel that um, he is remorseful, that it wasn't his intention? Or is, you know, that not an option for you at this point? Well, I've forgiven every one of the house guests. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you know about it, but there is um, a YouTube video that was shared with me when I first got out of the house, the mistreatment of Dominic Cooper. And I was freaking shocked mm -hmm. because I did not expect, again, grown individuals 
to behave and act that way, especially towards and against me when they know absolutely nothing about me. I find it very interesting when an individual, I don't care house guests or no house guests, mm -hmm. I don't care. Uh, for it, I find it very interesting that an individual can pass judgment or um, come up with these conclusions about an individual that they know nothing about. They have no evidence, no background. It's just based on what they see. And right. the only thing that they saw about me is that I was black, I have long hair, I'm skinny, like all of the physical things that you can see about me. Right. And these are the conclusions that you drew based on what you saw about me and the little bit of interaction that you had with me. Um, right. To, to me, it's a heart issue. It's a heart issue. It's some things in your heart that you probably need to work on and work out. Uh, and, and I'm not, um, uh, what's the word? What's the word? I, basically, I need to work on that as well. There's things in my heart that I have to work on as well. This is completely off topic, but I was going into a restaurant today. Just to give you an example, I was going into a restaurant today um, to pick up takeout because um, it's been very different since I've been off of a, a Big Brother. It's been quite different. So right. I and I run out and um, this girl, it was two doors to, to enter the restaurant and this other girl was holding the door for this older they're, they weren't a couple. I would just say, let's just assume that they were sisters. Oh, okay. Older women, two older women. And um, she opened the door for this girl, held the door open for them to walk through. And I held the outer entrance or exit door for them to walk through outside to their car. As she, as the, the ladies are passing me, one lady says, the lady, the first lady says, oh, thank you. I said, oh, you're welcome. The second lady says, Wow. You're working your way to pay through. You're working your way to pay for college by being a doorman. I said, <laughs> a stranger said that to you. Yes. Today. What Today. state is that? <laughs> I, I'm in Virginia. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> I was like, this this lady. Did she just say, "Oh wow, you're you're ho you're working your way through mm. college by being a doorman." I was like, no, lady, I've graduated from college about 10 years ago. Yeah, that yeah. I it mean, was just craziness. I mean, like people judge based on what they see without having any evidence and knowing who the individual is. So I think I mean, I don't want to make it at all political. I think we live in a currently are living in a not great time. Uh, right. In this right. country right now. And mm -hmm. I as a gay man, uh, you know. I hear you. So you can't uh, give me those babies is what you're saying. I cannot, no. But I am I am fully aware of a walk down the street and people throw stuff at you though. Oh my gosh. It is crazy. Well, okay. I wanna I wanna move away from Paul. Okay, let's go. And I wanna I move on too. to I wanna move on to the one other person so we can move away from this completely. Uh that maybe you're not besties with foe season. And I mean Elena. And you're getting a lot of questions. I'm going to uh, take it from Destinies, who says, How did you feel watching Elena's eviction speeches? And what are your thoughts and feelings about her now, postseason? Um, I thought it was cute. <laughs> I mean, like, think about it. Wouldn't you think it's cute, Eric? Um, what's her name? You said her name is Destiny? Destinies is the one oh, that asked Destinies. the question. Oh, Destinies. I love it. I mean, Destinies, what would you think if... There was a person on national television mocking you. Not only did she mock you once, but she mocked you twice. I think it's cute. Continue. You know, they always say, I learned in therapy, you know, I like live in therapy. Um, and I learned in therapy that you're, oh God, what is it? Like you're, uh, apparently I didn't pay attention. You're like, your relationships are a mirror to yourself or something. See, I've already ruined it now. It's like the things that you're like putting out are what you don't like about yourself, perhaps. What? Mm -hmm. Eric, that is a hundred percent true. And you know what I said? So just, so let's talk about Elena really quick. Um, I will say before the end of the show, I, I was going to remain private about things relative to Elena out of respect for her. Right. And especially since I didn't have an opportunity to have a conversation with her while the show was going on. But okay. whole show, I had an opportunity to have a conversation with her, which was not productive. Um, so I'm going to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So um, I got a lot of backlash in my inbox as if I care, number one. Mm -hmm. But because people want to know. And the dominators were like, what? I try to keep the dominators involved about everything relative to BB-19 because we got a little private group chat. So um, the thing was, oh, Dominique, you're wrong about Elena. You're wrong about Elena. You're wrong about Elena. Time has proven that I was not wrong about Elena. Mm -hmm. Um, And just to clarify... I never said Elena was jealous of me. And I even said, hey, if I did say that, I surely don't recall saying that. However, if you find footage that says that I say that, then I can apologize for that. Because I I had a a, a heart-to-heart conversation with her in the house about this very conversation. She was like, yeah, so they were saying that you were jealous. They were saying that you said I was jealous of you. And I was like, well, I know what jealousy looks like. And let me tell you why I know what jealousy looks like, Eric. Because I've been jealous before. And I'm probably <laughs> going to be jealous about things again. Mm-hmm. As long as we live in this earth, we're going to have to fight off jealousy. Right. Now, the, re- the way to fight off jealousy is, is to admit that mm-hmm. you're jealous. Right? right? And so because I know what jealousy looks like, I know what it smells like. Why? Because I've experienced it myself. Um, it was very apparent mm-hmm. that she was jealous of Mark and I's initial relationship. Because Mark was confiding in me about a lot of different things. And we just had a connection that words cannot explain. Um, unfortunately, that we'll talk about that later. But we had, a, we had an instant connection uh, for reasons that I, I can't really articulate. Right. And it was very clear. And, he, and Mark even shared with me some things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but why? None of this makes sense. I don't even know her. She doesn't even know me. Um, and I knew that eventually it was going to become an issue. So I said, yeah, I believe that she's jealous of Mark and I's relationship. Never said me. Right. Never Got it. Me. But then we, we fast forward after I get evicted and she's mocking me. All she all she is doing is talking about Dominique. The girl said, number one, mm-hmm. she mocks me on her speeches. One and two. One and two. I mean, can we be a little bit more creative? That's all I'm saying. One and two, and original. Um, another thing she did, she called me a cunt, right? And I'm going to be honest with you, Eric. Like, so me and my folks, we don't use words like cunt. So I'm like, let's talk about, I, let, Dominique, refresh your memory. Like, who uses cunt? And when was the last time you heard the word cunt? Let's see, 10 years ago mm-hmm. when I was in college, you know? And so I said, okay, why would she be calling me a cunt? Again, she knows nothing about me. She has no evidence to support her reason mm-hmm. for even calling me a cunt, right? So I'm like, okay, so something's there. There's a heart issue there. And then the second thing she said is she would beat me with a hot curling iron. Now, I would love to see that. On the feed, she said that. Yeah, she said that on the feed. Oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, she said that on the feed. And I'm like... Okay, well, no, it's interesting because none of these things came out when I was in the house. Mm-hmm. None of these things were said to my face when I was in the house. Right. So I find it interesting that people have a lot of courage behind my back. Right. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm not going to talk about it. Fast forward post-show and we're at the party, the finale, the rap party. And right. I told her, I said, okay, I want to have a conversation with you because of things that you said that, I, that were offensive. And I just wanted to have a conversation with you about it so we can squash it. Not trying to be your friend, not trying to rekindle any friendships or anything like that. Right. Just want to let you know that you offended me because I consider Elena someone I could potentially build a friendship with. And I shared this with her, even though, even though mm-hmm. we had some differences. Right. I was still willing to do that mm-hmm. and um, try to have a conversation with her. And um, she attempted to disrespect me. Okay, no, actually, she disrespected me. Um, and it was just best for me to walk away because I don't do a lot of talking, Eric. Mm-hmm. I don't do a lot of talking. For what? If you're going to disrespect someone, then just move. Just physically move on the disrespect. Right. I don't like when people talk a lot of trash. I don't like when people do a lot of barking and, and they know that they're not mm-hmm. going to bite. I'd rather just bite you. Let's not waste time. Um, and so she disrespected me and it was the 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 professional thing for me to do Mm -hmm. the classy thing for me to do the mature thing for me to do was walk away and that's exactly what I did and I actually could have responded and been justified because of and I'm not going to give too many too much detail okay (laughs) she she tried me she tried understand she tried me and I it's so funny because people get um juiced up right or gassed up in the midst of others Mm -hmm. and (laughs) alcohol 
Yes, and alcohol. They get a little liquid courage, and they get gassed up when they're around others. But I guarantee you, had that been a just Elena and Dominic conversation, it would not have gone that way, and she would not have felt as if she had the authority and right to disrespect me because I don't play that. I was like, Dominic, you got a job, and uh, mm-hmm. some other things happening. You don't want this kind of uh, footage or. Uh, this this kind of reputation and for someone like her maybe that's what she I'm not saying that this is true but maybe that's what she wants maybe she thrives Mm -hmm. off off of controversy because that's the only way she can stay relevant my relevance has absolutely nothing to do with what I do on national television my relevance has everything to do with me walking in purpose and me giving of what I've been given so yeah I don't have to do things to stay relevant okay okay so all of that said (laughs) all of that said Eric, you got to cut me off because I, I get No, started. I'm letting you go. I feel this is very therapeutic because, look, here's what I truly believe. And I and I can't see the chat room, so I have no idea what's going on in the chat room. But <laughs> I don't know. Like, people seem to not like when I ever say this to house guests. I truly feel like time heals big brother wounds. Yes. And all of you share this, you know, good, bad, horrible uh, experience that none of us will ever understand. And I think it gives you guys a bond that none of us can understand. And just, I don't know, I just, I always hope that in the future, uh, all of you guys work stuff out. Because I never like people harboring, you know, animosity. But it's also not my, you know, it also wasn't put on me. So it's not for me to be like, get over it. (laughs) Yeah, no, 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 I get it. But it's very true, Eric. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we're talking about it. I'm over it. Right. But we're talking about it. Right. And the reason why I speak with such conviction and passion is because that's who I am and what I do. Right. You know? And and I could and I think I would be just as vocal if a lot of those things, you know, happened to me as well. I feel like there's I feel like people come out of the Big Brother house and there's no right or wrong uh, way to handle it. There are people that take it very personal because it is a personal game. You are living with these people, eating, sleeping. It is personal. And then there are other people that can just switch off their emotion and go, it was a game. I don't care what happened in it. Uh, that's it. And step away. I like to think I would be the second. And I don't think I would be. <laughs> I like to think I would be able to, but I have a feeling I would be curled in a corner crying a lot in that house. <laughs> yeah. And I, I will tell you, that's just not my makeup. Right. right. I'm just not made with that kind of skin, I guess. I like to deal with however I'm feeling emotionally because that's my that's that's the best Dominique. And in order for Dominique to be free, I have to vocalize how I'm feeling mm-hmm. because if I don't vocalize how I'm feeling or approach the person that, that disrespected me or offended me, I'm not free. It's, it's heavy for me. So I like to have a discussion. We don't have to be friends. I mean, if you want to be friends, we can work on that. But I, I at least want to clear the air. I think that's so. the, I think that's all you can want. I think that, and I think that is the uh, very mature and emotional way to handle just anything in, in life in general. So I think that is the way to ultimately just be happy and peace for yourself. What is my most favorite thing? You can't, I mean, it doesn't apply to you, but maybe to them. Uh, you can't, like, hating someone is like drinking poison and expecting them to die. You're like, right. you're, only, you're only hurting yourself. <laughs> you're only hurting yourself. Like, being miserable exactly. about about whatever. So if they are, they need to get over it themselves. Yeah. I am glad that you are over it. Let me ask, um, Malin AB wants to know, if they did an all-star season, uh, would you go back and play again? Oh, my gosh. Um, so I get this a lot. And the interesting thing is, as time has passed, my answer has become more of a yes than maybe. Okay. Yeah. So I, um, I'm leaning more towards a yes. Okay. Let me uh, let me knock these three right out of the way then uh, right now. Would you ever play Survivor if you were asked to play Survivor? Oh my gosh, yes. Really? Yes. Survivor. I would. I know that sounds crazy, but I'm a country girl. Okay. I used to do pageants and people think that, and I'm, I'm, I'm girly now. I used to be a tomboy back in the day. And so me doing Survivor is me proving as if, I mean, as if I should be concerned about proving anything to anybody. Uh-huh. But I just think it'll be me proving to myself and to everybody else that I don't have to live a certain way all okay. the time. Okay. I, you, I, I like, I, I think I said this on this show too. I used to be like, oh my God, I could totally do Survivor. And then like I had to walk my dog outside in the rain and I had a meltdown. 
And I was like, forget it, we're not going in. Everybody get garbage bags. And just, I'm like, oh my God, I think I could play Survivor. What about Amazing Race? Would you ever want to do Amazing Race? Oh my gosh, I would love to do Amazing Race. Um, it's quick. Uh, it's definitely challenging. Uh-huh. Um, I would have to get smart again on some things that I haven't, like reading a freaking map because uh, this Apple iPhone has spoiled me. Um, meeting new people, that's fine. I know how to talk to people and, and get them to help me move, maneuver however I need to. Mm-hmm. But I would love to do that. Who who would you want to play with if you if you could if you could do it with anybody or one person from your season? Who would you pick in each scenario? Huh. Um, I would. Mark and I originally talked about doing Amazing Race, like in the very beginning. Uh-huh. So, um, if the, if Mark was in a different situation, right, it would be Mark. Uh, I never want to come in between or cause any kind of contention between him and his mm-hmm. relationship. Uh, so right now that's not an option. Right. So I don't know, maybe Josh. Okay. All right. Josh. Josh Because it'll be so funny. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, Josh, calm the freak down, dude. Um, now I have a horrible memory, Dominique. So I'm just going to tell you this now in case you ever end up playing amazing race, because I, we have done a million recaps on Amazing Race, and I have talked to so many racers, and I have the best tip for you that you don't have to worry about your phone at all, Dominique, and nobody <laughs> does it. and Or maybe they do. I haven't watched Amazing Race in a few years. Here's all you need. You bring with you, because you're allowed to bring stuff, an index card. You put an airplane on it, a car on it. And like one other thing, because in every language, people understand pictures. So when you need to go to the airport, you just hold up the airport. How do I get to the plane? How do I get to a car? Pictures is how you win Amazing Race. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) In case you ever play. Um, (laughs) Which uh, uh, L-Y-S-M wants to know, so... Which house guests will you keep in touch with now after the season? Or have you been keeping in touch with now after the season? Yes. So we have uh, a group chat Mm pre-jury. Of course, Jessica is away. But we have a pre-jury group chat on our phones. And so um, we haven't been as active post-show. Right. But we actually text today. Well, I I didn't. But they text today. Mm -hmm. Um, just expressing that we miss each other and Cameron. I don't know. Have you interviewed Cameron? Cameron yep. is hilarious. I love Cameron. <laughs> I was like, Cameron, where was this Cameron in the house? Like, oh my gosh, he's freaking hilarious. He wasn't allowed in. <laughs> I know, right? I know. And I voted him off. So I, um, I know, Dominic, where is he? It's your fault. <laughs> it's partially your fault. <laughs> That's where he went. Who did we keep that week? A Christmas? Christmas. We oh, how the game would have changed. I know. Oh, mm. it would have. It would have changed drastically. Well, speaking of Christmas, um, Lou, do, 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 I think um, Regina M. wants to know, please ask Dom to share her thoughts on the way uh, Christmas, and I guess Paul also, uh, treated Josh during the season. Do you think they treated Josh nicely? Who asked the question? Uh, Regina M. Regina, what are you doing to Mm -hmm. me? (laughs) I don't think I've commented on that before. I've thought about it. I have my uh, opinion about it. Well, now we get to know. (laughs) Regina, you got me, girl. You got me. Um, Yeah. Let's just say... It worked out perfectly for Josh. It worked out perfectly. Okay, so I'm so blink twice. I'm gonna assume you mean <laughs> that you may not think that Josh did as much to get to the end. Is that what you're saying? Oh no. Oh Absolutely. no, that's not what you're saying. No. So wait, how would it work? Oh, you, okay. I'm sorry. You think that the way Paul and Christmas treated Josh helped him? Yes. How? <laughs> so let me explain. Right. Um, it's, it's always, I'm pro underdog. Right. I'm pro underdog. And so um, it's interesting how people in the house, literally people in the house considered Josh a nobody. Okay. I've heard on multiple occasions while I was pretending to be sleep. They called him an idiot. 
uh, unintelligent, all of these things, right? And I told Josh, my week on the block, I said, Josh, let me tell you, they think that you're a nobody. Right. Use this to your advantage. If they think that you're a nobody, they think that you're incapable of doing anything that requires you to think outside of the box with your mind. Right. Hey, let them continue to think that. You make it work for you. Uh-huh. And I believe that's exactly what he did. Um, even with like, hey, I'll be your yes boy. Sure. But I'm going to win this game. Okay. I, I mean, like, so the conversations that Josh would have to the, I mean, with the live feeders, think right. about it. Like, he was just processing everything. And it's not like he wasn't aware of what, what was going on. Now, sometimes his action was, actions were a bit confusing because he would, he would verbally say what was happening. Mm-hmm. Live feeders. But then he'll go and do, like, something totally different. Right, um, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So I would, let, let's just say it worked out for Josh. Um, people will do whatever they got to do to get what they want. If that means using you, stepping all over you and loving you too. See, I get, I guess where I got confused with what you were saying was the worked out part. Cause I feel like Josh knew they were doing that and did use it to his advantage and probably, you know, in part because you had that conversation. So I would say Josh probably feels like he, like he specifically made it happen. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So, yeah. So, I, we're saying the same thing. Okay, we're I saying the same thing. It worked out for Josh. When Got I you. say it, the way that they treated him, their perceptions of him, it worked out for Josh. Got you. Got yeah. you. Um, so, Susan Weaver wants to know, uh, I'm sure this won't surprise you, everyone kind of wants to know, so would you say now that you are still friends with Mark? Like, are you communicating at him uh, at all now postseason? Or I know you just said you were respecting what the situation was right um i um t- so what's her name again i'm susan sorry susan weaver what's up susan um, <laughs> unfortunately no i am not talking to mark but that is not on my own by my own i mean i'm that's not a decision that i made um he's just probably not allowed to reach out to me well dominique he's gonna be on the show tomorrow so if you'd like to leave a question for him right now <laughs> I will play it for him during I, I the show. No, I'd rather not. I'm totally kidding. I'm yeah. totally kidding. Um, like, so, so I, th- anytime I'm sure the word Dominique, I mean, anytime my name comes up, probably in the midst of the two of them, mm-hmm. it's probably a little uh, heated or uh, yeah. Crazy. So I'd rather not. I hey, I wish them well. What? How many days? I said. I said twenty. It was only gonna last twenty eight days. I'm like that. What day is it now? I don't know. I'm bad yeah. with numbers. <laughs> I'm bad with them. <laughs> no, I mean, I wish, I don't know. I've already said it. I wish we could do like Big Brother therapy. Like we all want to see it. Like we all want like Jury House live feeds. We all want to like take all yeah. of you and put you all back into a house with like <laughs> Dr. Phil and like the ring. And like everyone has those big foam pads. They'll get to like fight it out and talk it out. <laughs> oh, that would be, CVS, are you listening? That would be a good idea, actually. It would be. I think they did something like that called opposite worlds and it didn't end well (laughs) oh really oh it didn't no 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 it didn't end well they didn't they (laughs) never brought the show back um so okay lost and concruised wants to know uh dominique when exposing paul to alex in the hoh why did you not and I'll just interject, do you feel you did not, uh, um, do anything that could have swayed them into going after Paul? So Lost and Concruised uh, wants to know, do you, why, do you, why didn't you do anything or provide any actual evidence specifically calling Paul out directly in that meeting? Yeah, so um, live feeds, eventually I did call him out um, because what what CBS the edits show just a third of that entire night uh-huh. we went that what what the, the viewers saw mm-hmm. on national television happened three times like total so oh we watched it all I watched it all we saw it all conversation the same things kept being asked yeah I, I gave the same answers mm-hmm. and um, eventually when Christmas came up when Christmas came up um, she came at me and I'm like, you know what? I'm tired. Like I was getting pissed at this point because like, listen, mm-hmm. I don't have any concrete evidence. If I really tell I talk, so I, I didn't feel like, to be honest with you, Eric, I didn't feel like 
people could have the capacity. Let me just say, I didn't, I didn't feel like the house guest had the capacity to receive. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, by the way, God told me it was Paul. Right. I mean, you and God didn't give me any physical evidence. And in my experiences with him, even before the show, mm-hmm. when God tells me something, I kid y'all not, I'd be like, God, you, what? That don't make no sense. And <laughs> right. in that bathroom and he told me it was Paul. I'm like, no, no way. It doesn't make any sense because Paul hasn't done anything to support what you're saying, God. Mm-hmm. Little did I know <laughs> he had done so many things to support what God had just revealed to me. So, and you got people in the house that, that's not necessarily there spiritually and some people that don't even believe. And I, I mean, that's your own agenda. Do what you do. So if I had to say, hey, yeah, by the way, God told me it was Paul. Mm-hmm. It would have been, oh, here we go. Here we go. I feel, like, story. I feel like you had, like, of course I don't remember now. But I feel like you had facts, too. I feel like there was evidence that yes. you, you, like, aside from the spiritual part, I mean, you actually had concrete, um, you, you went around, you went around and talked to everybody and you were finding out that, yes. uh, so, um, y- why didn't you use that more? Or did you? I forget if you I used did. that. I did. I did. I said, I told them I was like, and, and so this was the thing though, like those conversations that I had with Paul were private. Mm-hmm. So no one was there to witness those conversations. Right. So the three things that I called out during that argument or mm-hmm. conversation, heated conversation, the three things that I called out to support that Paul was being a little deceptive, mm-hmm. he denied. He was like, no, Dominique, I didn't say that. I'm like, dude, yes, you did. Please tell me why I got to lie about what you said. How am I benefiting from lying about something you said? And then um, and then I was trying to explain to him. So I told him like the three things that he did. And then his behavior became very sporadic in the sense of he started getting nervous, like, like right. a snake. He started you know, doing his whole little thing. And mm-hmm. I was like, something's off. And I, I observed how his demeanor changed when I said, I know who it is. Right. And as time progressed that day, he came to me like three times. That was abnormal mm-hmm. because prior to when I said I knew who it was, right? he was cool. But when I said I knew who it was, he came to me three additional times to check up. Because mm-hmm. he was trying to figure out how in the world did I know, number one. And number two, he knew that I knew it was him based on how I was responding and reacting to him. So he had to figure out how to do damage control before right. I even put it out that it was him. Right. Yeah. It was very obvious. And I'm telling these folks, and this is a lesson for all of the viewers. Mm-hmm. Listen, when people, when somebody is crazy, um, they're being overreactive about something that they're being accused of, that is a clear indicator that something's up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, something's up. I'm just all cool and calm. I'm like, you're not going to get like any reaction out of me. Like, I mean, I'm about to get pissed because y'all keep asking me the same thing over and over again. I just said what I said. Mm-hmm. But I'm cool. Yeah. Uh, well, well, then let me ask you this. Let me ask you this because... I think I know I want to hear what you have to say about it. And a lot of people uh, want to hear uh, what you have to say about it. I see Jennerific in the chat room uh, <laughs> wants to know what you think about it. Um, I also see uh, people on Twitter, Queen Valine on Twitter, uh, but also a lot of people in the chat room. They all want to know, what do you think about Raven or more specifically uh, Raven's stories? she's a great storyteller mm-hmm. <laughs> have you talked to her at so, all postseason i had i have not talked to her at all um man i just i will kid i mean like the the way these people acted in the house i kid you not tripped me totally i'm like i'm 31 years old like i remember this kind of behavior in high school matter of fact i'm not even gonna insult the high schoolers like that <laughs> i remember this kind of behavior in like elementary middle school like mm-hmm. i remember watching a clip where Raven went and said to Paul and other people, like it was, it was like I would have a conversation with her and then she would take whatever I said, go back and make it all sassy, like the sassy black girl. Mm-hmm. I was like, girl, oh my gosh. Had I caught her doing that, I would have like definitely sized her up. Um, 
the conversation about, I, I went to her and I said, hey, you know me flirting with Matt is just me flirting with Matt, right? You know, like, I'm not trying to get with Matt. Like, and if you're bothered by that or you feel a certain way, let me know and I'll stop. But it's just to, for fun. And this is when, you know, this is three, two weeks in the house. I mean, like, right. y'all not in love yet, you know? And so she was like, oh, girl, no, 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 no. I waited. Oh, no, this was actually three weeks in the house. She was like, oh, no, girl, I waited like um, a certain, I forgot the number of days before she kissed him. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Just letting you know. She went back and said that mm. I said I could have Matt if I wanted him. Girl! I know. I mean, I will say she ha- she was on this show. She did, I mean, she didn't specifically mention that exact example, but she did kind of say, um, she did apologize for things that she said in the house and said a lot. She just was talking and talk or trying to manipulate people for game or was just wrong and it was rude and she felt bad. So at least she owned it a little bit. Yeah, sure. I mean, like I, I will say with, with the health to address this, we want me to talk about this with the things that all of the stories that she shared about our health or whatever, I have no evidence as to if it's true or not. So because I don't, I can't really speak on it. Right. Um, it's pretty clear that some things were not true. Mm. <laughs> it's pretty clear that some things are not true. Um, but it's very clear she had surgeries and stuff like that. Right. So, um, I think it's hard when it comes to people's medical issues. I mean, I think we all can make our own judgment on it. I, you know, again, I felt one sort of a way until we kind of had her on the, this show and kind of in talking to her. I kind of do believe a lot of the stuff she said. Like, I, in other words, I believe that Raven believes the things she is saying. I don't think Raven uh, set out to manipulate anybody by talking about her illnesses. Like, I don't think she was out to con people uh, in that house by talking about what she really believes she has wrong with her, if that makes sense. But that's just my opinion. Nobody has to... Yeah, that's just your opinion. That's just my opinion. Surely it is. Um, Um, I can tell you how I feel like... Right. So I share with the house, and I think this was on the the week that live feeds were not up. Mm -hmm. I had brain surgery, and that's one of the many surgeries that I've had in my life. But I don't walk around saying... Oh, yeah. By the way, I had brain surgery and I couldn't drive for a month and I had to be in the house and I was in ICU for seven days. And by the way, I had to be readmitted because other things were happening. So I that's just me, though. Right. That's just me. Yeah. I think it's people's personalities, too. Yeah. Like you have a strong personality. I have a strong. We don't necessarily need to fall back on certain things, maybe for attention. And and that is the way some people, unfortunately, only know how to communicate yeah exactly it's definitely for attention um well uh samantha montero on the same topic wants to know so then um are you what do you think of the matt and raven relationship are you happy for those crazy kids wait are they still together yes unfortunately and i've been trying to steal matt away from her and it's not working it's not working. I've tried a lot, and I don't know what else I have to do. So, you, wait, wait. So, they're still dating, like, in yeah. real life? Yeah, they're still dating in real life. I mean, unless you know something that I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't talked to Matt, but I don't believe that. Oh, you don't? Oh? I don't. Well, the patron show's coming up in about 10 minutes, everyone. <laughs> where, where we might <laughs> talk more about that. Um, uh, Dominique, uh, BB Little, uh, BB Little 2 wants to know, Dominique, what did your family think watching you play uh, Big Brother 19? Oh, my gosh. My family was, like, so excited. My grandmother, my grandmother is like my mom. Mm-hmm. My mom is like my sister. So my grandmother was very, she was, of course, she was very excited. But she was also nervous because I come from a very spiritual family. I'm a PK preacher's kid. If you don't know what that is. Um, so I grew up in the church. My life is God, God, God. Right. And some of those things that were on the show were, you know, they were a bit concerned about. Right. I can imagine. Um, so I will say that some of my family members are very excited that I was off. Right. Um, but overall they're pretty excited because no one in my family has ever done something like this. I've had family members to, go and play like pro football, pro basketball, stuff like that, but never like something with reality TV. Right. So they were, they were pretty excited. Um, I had a lot of backing. It was pretty dope. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and I think regardless of anything, it definitely gets, I mean, a message out. I think any, I mean, you clearly, I think, I mean, I know people 
Or maybe you got the edit sometimes of being the crazy one. But I think, what, like, when I think of you on the show, I think more of you being a spiritual person or spirituality. And I think that you must have been... Um, uh, that must have been great for like kids to watch or younger people to watch. They must have found it inspirational in the same way that a little kid would love to see, you know, a gay kid on the that show or something. So I think yeah. you definitely gave a voice to um, religion by being on that show. And I think that that is a great thing that um, your family should be proud of. Yes, they so, are. And the I, I got like mad, mad fan mail um, from all ages. And I, I kid you not that touched my, it touched my heart. Like I'm, I remember reading some of my messages and I'm crying like, God, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. I, I also was raised in religion my whole entire, I went, I was at church every day, which people don't believe. And I still turned out like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mean to tell me you still turned out great is what you're saying. Still turned out fabulous. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, JJ. Okay. This is going to be the last of the of the of the um of this type of a question uh jj uh, wants to know what do you, so what do you have to say to people um that think you're crazy um because of how you played the game or how or because you brought religion into the game well so and i find that so crazy eric um what, what's his name again i'm sorry jj 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 i find it so crazy that people say I brought religion into the house. It, it, it how how I don't even know how best to put it. I brought God into the house, not because I decided that, oh yeah, so I'm going on Big Brother, I'm gonna bring God into the house. God goes with me everywhere I go because right. he is always with me. That is what my faith teaches me, right? Mm -hmm. And so I really don't like the whole like when people attach religion to Dominique because my walk with Christ has absolutely nothing to do with religion, has everything to do with relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and that's my life. Like if people really knew the process and how I got onto Big Brother and all of that, they would be like, oh, wow. So when I tell you everything that I've done in my life has been orchestrated and ordained by God. And for those who are not like in tune like that, they probably wouldn't get it. But I'm telling you. And then the truth Clearly, all of America saw that the truth will be looked and classified as crazy until the mm -hmm. truth manifests. Right. Right. So I was crazy for saying what I said or people. Not I was crazy. People classified me, identified me as a crazy one because I said something a little bit too early in the game. And then when the game played out the way that it played out, it was like, well, wait, maybe she's not crazy. Right. Maybe she did know something. And it's not that Dominique in her own right knew something. It's just that Dominique knew God. Right. I was like, I go to God about everything. I'm like, what are we doing about these extensions, God? Well, I think we might need to tap into God one more time because <laughs> I unfortunately lied. So bless me, Father, for I have sinned. <laughs> I have lied. I have one more very hard, hard, probably the most difficult question I'm going to have to ask you on this show. Let's do it. It is from... Ryan Rivers, and he wants to know, Dominique, who took Alex's cat ears? Who hid them? Who took them? Were you there? Do you know? What do you want to say about who hid Alex's cat ears? If we're only going to solve one thing, because we clearly can't mend all these relationships, what I will solve by the end of all these interviews is I'm going to know officially what happened to Alex's cat ears. Eric, yes. I would say, okay. let me know when you find out, okay. but that would imply that, you that I care. Okay. So to answer your question, I do not know. Mm -hmm. I was not involved in that kind of child play. Okay. So, uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, I also want to say this. Congratulations. Oh, or not congratulations, Sharon. Sharon, you have like two more minutes, but Sharon is the number one fan. We got like two more minutes to her locking Sharon as number one fan. Um, oh gosh, you got a lot. Uh, I'm trying to see once I can ask you really quickly. Okay. If you would have, if you would have stayed in the game longer, who would you would have wanted to work with? That's an interesting one. Um, Jessica. Okay. Just, just, would you have wanted to be like in an all girls alliance or? Uh... Oh, no, no. oh I, I, I thought this was like, 
name one person. So it would have been Jessica. Okay. Um, would have been a little sketchy with Mark and Elena because of how they treated me during the time that I was on the block. Mm -hmm. um, I would have tried to work with Jessica silently, silently um, worked with Josh. Someone like that. I yeah. think that would be good. Silently with Josh. Like Josh, no one would have known about me and Josh. I don't think anybody would use the word silently and Josh in the same sentence either. But, I mean, you could have tried. <laughs> You've been like, I'm not working with Dominique. I don't know what any of you are talking about. That's what it would have been like through that. Oh but we'll see God. if that Josh one would have worked out. Um, who was your favorite person to interview during your talk show in the house? Oh my gosh, believe it or not, y'all, and please don't scream when I say this, Cody. I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's shocking. I mean, that was kind of like revealing. That definitely put a change into the game. Yeah. I mean, like, it was, because Cody, at that, from, from the beginning of us being, from the from us entering the house all the way up to that moment, Cody hadn't talked that much. Mm -hmm. He he talked a lot on the show. Right. And I, that's probably the most he talked up until that point. So Cody and Cody, it, it he's he, his straight face and his demeanor is so hilarious because you're like, okay, is that it? Mm -hmm. No emotion, like nothing. And we get, and his jokes are like very dry. I love it. So Cody. Okay. I'm not a Cody fan. Um, <laughs> was there any comp that you didn't get to play in that you wish you would have got to play in? Um, and what was your favorite comp that you got to play in? Um, believe it or not, I'm going to go with the last question first. Okay. Um, I love the wall comp. Everyone loves a wall comp at the end of the Yeah, night. yeah. I, I was nervous because I thought it was going to be crazy intense. And it was. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I totally underestimated that as well, but I love challenging myself and pushing myself to the limit. Um, and I was hurting, but I was like, oh, no, 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 I'm winning this. Right. It didn't quite happen that way, obviously. So that was my favorite. Uh, what competition did I want to compete in that I did not get a chance to compete in? I don't know. Oh, probably um, this is a, a power veto comp where they had to stack the starfish. Right. Yeah, I, I would have loved that because I'm an engineer and of course, I mean, it's constructing something. Right. The okay. only part about that though, I wouldn't have liked, you know, the water situation because the way my hair is set up, yeah. Oh, water, right, bad. Um, do you feel that, uh, oh, do you feel that the talk show had anything to do um, with people getting you out of the house? Like, you know, some people use that as a reason of, oh, they didn't like what was coming out in your talk shows. Like, do you think that that was really the reason or do you think it was something else? Oh, I mean, like that was the noted reason, but mm -hmm. that wasn't the real reason. Um, that that was all Paul's strategy. Okay. Now, my final question that I have for you is from our town. Um, and we kind of been asking this to everybody lately, but he wants to know, what is something that you learned about yourself coming out of the Big Brother house or being done kind of with this Big Brother experience that you didn't know about yourself before you started it? So did you learn anything um, about yourself after the Big Brother experience that you might not have known before? Um... Did I learn anything about myself? Um, man, I go too hard. And it's not that I didn't. So so um, that's like a. Passionate. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very passionate. I mean, and that that is what I know about myself. And when I get, um, because I'm passionate, mm -hmm. the people around me should be passionate too. Right. And I have, I have to remind myself, even in my like everyday life, my nine to five, I have to remind myself that not everybody is going to be as passionate and, and, and as committed mm -hmm. as not everybody is going to want to be um, a person of integrity. Not everybody is going to not everybody is going to want to do things um, in an honest way. And you got to be OK with that. Mm -hmm. So I would say that I learned that I'm not as developed in the area of. Working with people that get on my freaking nerves. Okay. 
straight face. Okay. There are self-help books for that. Poker. Yeah, I, I have to work work on my poker face. Okay. Because I'm very, I'm, I'm emotional, I'm passionate, and I'm like, ah, let's do it. And when people are not on board and they get on my nerves, it's all here. And so I have to work on that. Here's what I'll say to that, Dominique, for what it's worth, in my opinion, again. <laughs> I don't think you do. I think when you're playing the game of Big Brother, you do need to do that. But I think in the real world, no, I don't suggest that. You, I think that you should stay passionate and surround yourself with people as passionate as you are. Don't even get waste your time on the people that aren't worth it. You're absolutely right. Big Brother's a game. You got to play that. You're stuck with these people. You want the money at the end. Sure. Poker face. Love you. Love you. But in the real world, uh-uh. No. No. We don't. We're not going to do that. But you know what I am going to do, Dominique? You know what I'm going to do? You have a ton of fans here. A ton. <laughs> I want to give you full screen to um have a moment with them. It's kind of like your little one-on-one -on -one time where you can tell them whatever you want. And then I'm going to come back on like this and we're going to get all your social media and where people can follow you. But I just wanted to give you like full screen to have to say whatever you want to say to all of your fans here right now watching. Hello, hello, hello. So first and foremost, I want to say thank you. Thank you to each and every person that's out there that's watching, that's listening, that has been supporting your girl. You have no idea this Sometimes, in many cases, it feels very surreal that people would actually like be interested in what I have to say, um, would actually support me in what it is that I do. Um, I love people that are ride or die, and I've met, um, I've engaged, and had the honor of, of continuing to engage in those who are ride or die. So I'm letting you all know, just like I said in my eviction speech, no matter what happens to you, because there are some things that are going to happen to you. Um, you're going to have to, you're going to face various adversities. Things are not going to go as planned. You're going to experience a few heartbreaks, but you've got to keep pushing. You take those experiences, you learn from them. Don't allow it to cause you to be bitter because bitterness is never healthy, but you learn from them. You make whatever necessary adjustments you have to make and you move forward in life. Understand that each and every one of us, I don't care what you believe in. You don't have to believe in God. I want you to believe in God because he's freaking awesome. You know, Jesus is the man. Um, but if you happen to not be in that place just yet, understand that you've all been given something to give back to this world. So don't sit on that gift. You all host, harbor a gift that is to be given back to this world. So get to giving. All right. I love uh, you all. I, oh, I love it. We all have a good... And here's what I want to do. Here's what I kind of want to... I hope you're going to want to talk about because we have to move over to our patron show. I kind of do want to hear more about what your story is, how you said, you know, you would... Uh, that we don't really know the story that led you to Big Brother. I would actually love to hear that over in the um, patron group. But um, that's all the time we have for this show right now. So okay. let me... Oh, where can people follow you if they want to hear more of what you're doing and what's next for you? Let's start with... Um, Twitter, which I believe is right above you, but maybe for the people that are listening on iTunes audio later, tell them. <laughs> yes. What's up? What's up? Go find me. Go connect with me. I'd love to hear from you at C-D-M-A-I. And for those of you who have no idea what that is all about, that is I am DC backwards. Oh, look at that. Okay, what about, uh, like, do you want people to follow you on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook? What are, where? Where would you like them to follow you and what's your handle? Yes, so let me know, let me let y'all know. I like to keep it easy and simple for my people. Okay. So that CD, at CDMAI, <gasps> that handle, CDMAI, is the same for Twitter, Instagram, oh. Snapchat, Periscope, which is connected to Twitter. Oh, and you can look you. me up on Facebook. I don't think people use Facebook anymore. Dominique Cooper, I have two pages. It'll pop up. Can't miss me. Well, we're going live in our Facebook group right after <laughs> <laughs> Um, No. Oh, thank you, though, for keeping everything the same. Uh, I love it. I love when people make it easy, when it's just like, what is the underscore with where on Snapchat? <laughs> I will make it easy for all of you guys watching the edited version of this back on the website later. I will put all the links to Dominique's social media under this video. So... Is uh, 
Thank you so much, Dominique, for taking time out of your night to come here and talk to your fans. I hope we hear more from you. I hope you will come on during Celebrity Big Brother and tell us what you're thinking about that. Um, we want more, Dominique, so I hope that you will come back again in the future. Yes, anything for you, Eric, and those blue eyes. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you, chat room. Thank you, new, you now. Congratulations, Sharon is your number one fan. Yay, Sharon! Thank you! Thank you very much, Sharon, and we will see you guys- I will see you guys all back here tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern with Mark. Bye for now, everybody! <laughs> Bye! Bye!